0: This is Free Talk Live. You may bring up whatever is on your mind here. The toll-free number is 855-450-FREE-LIKE-FREEDOM. That's 855-450-3733. And uh, we do have our Discord on-air call-in-line rooms over at Discord fm That's Discord.lrn.fm. You connect to those call-in line rooms, and you will sound almost like you are sitting here in the studio with us. Which I wasn't expecting to be... Well, I was sitting expecting to be sitting in the studio tonight, but I was expecting to be monitoring the first Free Talk Live episode from the Mariana Islands. Uh, unfortunately, Mark uh, didn't get the memo that we'd been planning to do this for... Uh, weeks basically ever since he left he thought that we had more testing to do apparently so he wasn't going to do a show tonight uh Mm. so here we are nobody yay yeah it's good to uh good to be here with you as usual um i did ask mark if he wants to you know get his butt in gear and actually you know show up and do a show tonight so maybe he'll do that it sounds like he's interested in possibly uh possibly joining the program so if if we can get him connected appropriately we might let him take over the last hour or two of the show so we'll see how that goes it's not like he's not there he's down in the marianas he's awake um he just didn't think he had a show to do today for some reason so okay so that's uh that's what went wrong so i know that some people might have been expecting that to occur here tonight and that is why that has not occurred at this point because i did make an announcement uh, on our email list this weekend that that was going to be happening. So if you tuned in expecting the uh, the first show from the Marianas tonight, it may still be coming. We'll see. Uh, that remains to be seen. But you know what? There's a lot of interesting stuff in the news tonight that we weren't going to get to talk about because we weren't planning on being here, nobody. It's um, true. But turns out we are here, and so we get to talk about it, including Christopher Cantwell. And you broke this news to me earlier today. I hadn't heard it until we were in the car driving to Concord. Uh, this morning when you told me that chris cantwell former co-host here on free talk live who we had to fire uh because he became a racist and Mm. went down a very very dark road has now uh, been arrested by the fbi apparently in an arrest that transpired within the last 24 hours at some point Uh, how did you come to find out about this
1: uh facebook so
0: people were talking about it there was yeah people news going around
1: somebody was uh, a couple of people posted his indictment online
0: oh uh, yes and I haven't we've been driving and we've been in Concord testifying at a cannabis decriminalization hearing so neither of us has Can had, I
1: get a witness
0: has uh, has had a <laughs> chance to actually look uh, at the indictment but according to WMUR, he has been indicted on uh, let's see extortion. And sending interstate threats indicted by a federal grand jury in this case. Arrested Mm -hmm. this morning in Keene by FBI agents, presumably at his home. Uh, According to the indictment, Cantwell allegedly sent an instant message through Telegram Messenger app to a man who uses the online pseudonym VM. The indictment alleges that Cantwell threatened to sexually assault the man's wife if he didn't give him information he wanted about someone
1: else. Although the interesting thing is he didn't say, uh, sexually assault. He said one of the seven words we can't say on the he said radio. said going
0: to F his wife yeah. his kids or something like that?
1: Uh, right. So the interesting thing is he could have been threatening to seduce her, in which case the threat is not only not criminal, but it's not credible. Um, so, because, <laughs> you know, who's going to get seduced by Cantwell? Um...
0: This is a really short indictment. It's actually only two pages, apparently. Yeah, it's a
1: two-page indictment.
0: So, I mean, this is short enough to where we can just read it. Uh, here is the the story. On or about June 16th, 2019, because a lot of times indictments are 15, 30, 20 pages. Hundreds sometimes. Yeah. Uh, within the District of New Hampshire and elsewhere, the defendant, with intent to extort from victim one, a thing of value, namely personally identifying information for a man known by the online pseudonym VM, And for the purpose of issuing a threat and with knowledge, the communication will be viewed as a threat, transmitted a communication in interstate commerce containing a threat to injure the person of another. The defendant, talking about Chris Cantwell, sent an instant message through the Telegram messenger app to victim one stating, quote, so if you don't want me to come and F your wife in front of your kids, then you should make yourself scarce. Give me Vic. It's your only out, unquote. Vic, presuming to be the name of the person he was looking for. Hmm. Uh, and then on or about June 16th, which is the same day referenced previously, uh, Cantwell allegedly, for the purpose of issuing a threat and with knowledge that communications would be viewed as a threat, transmitted a communication to interstate commerce containing a threat to injure the person of another, the defendant sent an incident, the same thing it just said. So if you don't mean to come and F your wife in front of your kids, why did they put the same statement on page one and page two so one was in violation of title 18 u.s code section 875b oh they're saying the same statement violated two different sections of the code so the first statement the so if you don't want me to f Mm. your wife uh violated code 875b and 875c so they're saying that he's it's only one count but it's two violations of the u.s code
1: is the way they're interesting okay
0: so they've been looking very closely at uh christopher Cantwell. obviously they have wanted to i'm sure swoop him up as soon as they possibly could on whatever excuse that they possibly could um what do you think about this nobody
1: well uh i mean it couldn't happen to a nicer guy <laughs> um <laughs> uh, i mean on the one hand it seems like a uh, it seems like the case is kind of weak because he did not use a word that implies violence um, but or necessarily implies violence. I don't know if it implies violence beyond a reasonable doubt. Um, but you know,
0: I mean, it doesn't necessarily imply that. I, I tend to agree with you. I mean, for all we know, Cantwell has already had sex with a man's wife by consent.
1: Yeah, and, right? and that's definitely possible. Now, if that's the case, that would certainly be a devastating argument for him to make at trial. The problem is, you know, he's Cantwell. Right. So, you know, he's not going to get the benefit of many doubts. And, this is true. Uh, you know, I would be very hesitant to go to trial if I were him. Um, so he's he's in a bad situation.
0: Yeah, I uh I don't know if they're going to offer him they I imagine they will offer him a plea deal on this one. And what it'll look like, I don't know. Also, Title 18 US Code Section 875. So we'll have to look that one up because one of the questions that we were asking sort of aloud as we were driving around today was is this a felony? Um, you know, or is this is this a misdemeanor? I mean, maybe it is a an felony. an
1: indictment nearly always indicates a felony. Right. Yeah. And
0: would really the federal government waste their time over a misdemeanor?
1: Yeah. I mean, I'm sure the federal government prosecutes people for misdemeanors, but I think it mostly does it in like the District of Columbia and on military bases, places where it's the only authority. Code
0: 875B, uh, whoever with intent to extort from any person, firm, association, or corporation, any money or other thing of value transmits in interstate or foreign commerce, any communication containing any threat to kidnap any person or threat to injure the person of another shall be fined under this title or imprisoned not more than 20 years. So, yeah, we're definitely in felony territory.
1: Oh, yeah. Whew. 20. Damn.
0: Now, I heard a rumor on Telegram also that uh, Cantwell is being held in some kind of normal jail. uh, And and they're known to do that in New Hampshire, where the jail will hold federal prisoners.
1: Yeah, Cheshire County Jail has federal prisoners. um, Frequently, they get paid for it, um, especially when they're uh, giving the prisoners diesel therapy. What's One, that? Uh, diesel therapy is where they basically just move you from federal prison to federal prison so your family can't visit you oh, and yeah. you can't get established.
0: Like they uh, did to
1: uh, Russ Ulbricht. Yeah, yeah. It's a way of, of keeping people, especially during trial, keeping them from mounting a defense.
0: Well, the claim is he's being held in Stratford County Jail, which is all the way across the state from Keene. It's in the Lakes region. So uh, they took him allegedly. I know that's that's just what uh, Mikey in the ForkFest chat is saying. Uh, So if you know anything more about this, you want to comment on Chris Cantwell, should he have been arrested for this? Yeah, you may hate him. You may find his views despicable. I do. uh, See, I I find his
1: views despicable, but I can't say I hate him.
0: I don't hate him either. There's more it is free talk live you can join us here the toll-free number is 855 450 free like freedom it's 855-450-3733 we have the discord call in line rooms they're over at discord.lrn.fm so feel free to join us uh in any of those and then you'll sound almost like you're sitting here in the studio with me ian
1: and nobody
0: And uh, we got some stuff to talk about too coming up. Uh, We were talking about Chris Cantwell. We can still continue that discussion here. But actually, I think we've got Dave on the line in New Hampshire. We're going to continue with, or we'll talk to him here in just a moment. We'll talk more about Cantwell. Is that
1: Dave next door in New Hampshire? It may be.
0: Uh, (laughs) We will find out here in just a moment. But I also want to let you know about Edge Wallet. It is where you can secure your freedom with Edge Wallet, it is a cryptocurrency wallet that allows you to hold and uh, sell or trade or buy multiple cryptocurrencies like Bitcoin BTC or Bitcoin Cash or Dash, Ethereum, Monero, Ripple, Stellar, uh, Ravencoin, and others. They're a veteran team that have been building on crypto wallets since 2014. It's user-controlled, you own your own money, and it's available for iOS and for Android devices. So get on over to Edge.app. You can learn more about the technology behind Edge. That's E-D-G-E, Edge.app.com. And uh, it's a great wallet. I use it all the time in real life and online. So it's Edge Wallet. As we go to your phone calls and thoughts, Dave is in New Hampshire. Is this Dave Ridley?
2: Something like that. Hi,
0: Dave. You're on the air.
2: Hey, yeah. So I, uh, I went to the Tulsi Gabbard uh, appearance in Keene yesterday. Okay. And uh, I kind of do this thing where I uh, haven't really done it since the last primary, but I'll go and I kind of rate. You know, uh, each event that I go to on how transparent everybody was and how accessible everybody was and that sort of thing. Uh, (laughs) And um, I'm going to I'm going to be giving the the Gabbard folks an A Uh, minus. OK, even though I'm probably not going to vote for her. uh, I'm not going to I don't think I I don't think I could vote for someone who's pro gun control is that. But uh,
0: Mm. Are you a registered Democrat?
2: no, I'd have to switch my registration. that's another problem. Are
0: you a but, uh, what they call in New Hampshire, a undeclared?
2: No, I'm I'm registered Republican. Then it's
0: too late. They, they will not allow you to switch your registration this close to the primary in New Hampshire. That that was locked wouldn't do it, off. Wouldn't do it even, yeah. That I was wouldn't locked off a while ago.
2: In this case. But it was it was interesting this guy this guy is this, this 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 event probably kind of said it all for me. This guy shows up, shows up with a burrito burrito around his neck. And uh, the burrito has the word bomb on it. <laughs> what? <laughs> it I had steak bomb tacos
1: for for lunch today, so I can see that. Yeah,
2: it, it, it was. It wasn't. He had. He had not written the word down. It was the manufacturer wrote it down, and I guess he was trying to make a. You know, see if I don't know what he. He said he was trying to protest the Patriot Act, so everybody just kind of kept are cool, and uh, I got video of this, they, they just sort of talked to him and said, can you just hang on for a second? Can we talk this over
3: before we let you in? <laughs> and and they, they didn't search him or anything without
2: gel, and then they, they let him in. So uh, this is kind of made, it was kind of a campaign was the impression I got.
0: Huh. It's kind of a what part of the campaign? I'm sorry I missed out what you said there uh, was some packet loss.
2: It's fairly laid back, fairly relaxed. Yeah. Uh, She's very serious, you know, but uh, it's a pretty laid back anime. But I was able to, uh, I did, I was able to ask her two questions uh, once she went in. How many
0: people were attending at this thing? If you were able to ask two questions, that suggests it might have been a small group.
2: Well, no, it's more because of the way I do it. There, mm-hmm. there was actually a crowd of about 250 people. Oh, that's pretty good. But, but uh, and she answered a lot of questions to the crowd, but I ask my questions as they go in. And then I go up during selfie time, and I always walk up with a camera, and I don't, I don't take a selfie. I, I ambush interview the candidate. You know where they're standing <laughs> there after the, after the, uh, the, the event.
4: Mm-hmm. And,
2: um, but yeah, I, uh, you'll. I, I'm gradually. I'm, I'm, I'm editing the videos, and they'll be up in a day or two, probably.
0: Cool. Well, excellent. Uh, so that was all you wanted to share. Yeah.
2: Uh, yeah, it's nice to see uh, an anti-war candidate on the on the list. I wish we had a more pure libertarian candidate like like Ron Paul.
0: Well, and you were commenting on this earlier uh, off the air. Nobody is the libertarians make a big mistake by not selecting their candidate early. Uh, they wait until May to choose their candidate. So mm-hmm. you're right, Dave. There are no libertarian candidates in the race right now because they haven't chosen their uh, their candidate.
1: Yeah, I mean, the the Libertarians are still doing primary things, and that leaves us without a—I uh, think we'd be better off with a single spokesman to then speak out against the, uh, the Democrats and the Republicans. I agree.
0: Dave, thanks for the call tonight. I appreciate hearing from you. That's Dave Ridley uh, from RidleyReport.com. Yeah. He's actually— uh, he's uh, he's hanging out over at your house, nobody. It's over these true. Last few days, he's our he's our guest as he's in town to uh, do some Ridley stuff. He's moving back to the old Ridley. He had been doing kind of a uh, performance art where he was uh, playing a character. I guess you could say uh, he was acting as though he were Winston Churchill, fully dressed and with a hat and everything. Mm. Over the last, mostly I would say most of the last year. And he did admit that it, it didn't go that well, as far as his views were concerned. So he's going back to classic Ridley, which mm-hmm. I think is the the right choice to
1: make. I so. love classic Ridley. Yeah. Uh, I enjoyed the uh, the Winston Churchill stuff, but it wasn't it wasn't as watchable to me as classic Ridley.
0: Yeah, so I think it's the right move, and looking forward to seeing what he comes up with here as he's uh, visiting in town. So you can bring up whatever you want. We were talking about Chris Cantwell. Uh, the former co-host here on free talk live who uh, we fired him because he became a racist. He never really you know, gave any hint to being a racist previous to when we had worked with him uh, before, but then later sort of became one for whatever reason hmm. and went down a real dark path, ended up at the Charlottesville riot protest fight thing that happened back in 2017, got tied up with some criminal charges there, ended up actually getting out after several months on a plea deal to which he pleaded down to a misdemeanor conviction, where he wasn't allowed to return to the state of Virginia without a court case. Right, and uh, so I mean, he actually got off pretty pretty well on on that. Well, one. he held
1: on to his gun rights. Right, he which... was
0: looking at felony charges and avoided those. Yeah. So, but then uh, you know, as you pointed out, uh, you know, it's Cantwell. He's he's got a big mouth, and yeah. I guess he thought he could threaten to have sex with a man's wife. And get away with it, and apparently uh, that person went to the FBI. Either that or the FBI somehow monitoring Cantwell's telegram chats. It's, you know, one or the other. Yeah. I suspect there.
1: Yeah. Uh, but there was some... Cl- it would be interesting to know which, but yeah. I, su- I suspect the guy he was talking to went Snitched to the FBI. Out.
0: Yeah, because there was somebody who said in one of the chats, because, you know, we were talking about this with some folks here locally, uh, who said that the guy who was the the alleged victim in this case is also like one of those white supremacist types. So there's been you know, infighting within the mm. the white supremacist movement because that's just what happens in movements, right? Like there's schisms and disagreements and personality conflicts. And so you know, Chris Cantwell, mm. whenever he comes into a movement, he's going to cause schisms and disagreements and and personality conflicts. So
1: oh yeah, surprise.
0: somebody went to the feds about something they uh, that Cantwell said. That, uh, that he didn't like, and now, yeah.
1: now he's sitting in jail. Well, can't well lived by that sword. Now it looks like he's dying by it. Yes, indeed.
0: Uh, if you want to share your thoughts, you can join us here. The toll-free number is 855-450-FREE-LIKE-FREEDOM. That's 855-450-3733. You can take control of the airwaves, bring up whatever's on your mind here. Uh, this is Free Talk Live. Coming up, Cannabis Decrim. This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up what you want. The toll-free number here is 855-450-FREE-LIKE-FREEDOM. That's 855-450-3733. Free Talk Live is brought to you by Liberty.Menu. It's been a long time that... Liberty-minded folks have been looking for something like Liberty.menu, and it's finally here. It's been here now a couple of years, and it's a pretty great site. It's a business directory, basically. and I mean, that's not all it does. It also allows people with events and digital content to promote themselves. It's all map-based. You can see where people's uh, businesses are. Listings, of course, can be rated and reviewed, and there's a bit of a social networking aspect that allows you to connect and share with others. However, it's only for individuals who reject the initiation of force and who agree to abide by the ethics of the non-aggression principle. You go to liberty.menu, you can get started there. Code FTL will get you a special Free Talk Live listener badge. It's a great site. I use it. Uh, Got a couple different listings up there, a few of them actually. Liberty.menu, it's also where the ForkFest Fest. Uh, listing is now. There's nothing official for Forkfest, uh, but it's it's a uh, an event to which you can RSVP uh, for Forkfest, and we'll tell you more about Forkfest coming up a little bit later on tonight with you here. It's Ian and nobody. Uh, we've been talking about Chris Cantwell, former co-host here on Free Talk Live, arrested for uh, allegedly extorting somebody with a threat of violence. And the FBI has him in custody. Uh, supposedly, you had heard nobody that he may have a hearing today, but somebody else told me he may have one on Tuesday. So I don't know if it ended up happening today uh, or if that is something that is still yet to come. So as we know more about this situation, we will clue you in. I uh, I was thinking we need to go look it up on the PACER system and just see if you know if there's any information there that hasn't gotten out yet. Uh, we can do that a little bit later, but if you want to comment, you're welcome to do that. As despicable as Cantwell's views are, I don't think that he committed a crime here.
1: Yeah, and and that's the thing is, it, and it's hard to separate. I mean, I uh, Cantwell says a lot of really dumb stuff, but he usually manages to stay short of the criminal and i've i've never known him to actually be violent in any way
0: well i mean he was violent during the uh the charlottesville protests i mean he was
1: um in a fight yeah that's that's true although i'm he not sure he defensive.
0: initiated force he says it was defensive
1: yeah and uh you know given the the given fun and the way they behave, that certainly seems plausible to me. I haven't seen all of the, uh, all of the footage, so I couldn't say one way or the other, but you know, it's, uh, on the other hand, you know, it's there, there's a reality that if, if you hate a significant portion of the human race and, members of that portion of the human race uh, are in a position to judge you, they will probably not judge you kindly. Probably true. And that's understandable. And he
0: doesn't have a whole lot of friends left. I mean, he was always somebody who rubbed People the wrong way. I mean, his personality, it actually said on his business card, and I'm not going to say the full word on the radio because it's usually considered inappropriate, but his business card, his old one, before he became a, a racist, his old libertarian business card said, anarchist, atheist, a hole. Yeah. That was what his tagline was, and that was his personality. And whether that was the real Chris Cantwell or not, I still don't know, you know, what who the real Chris Cantwell is because he's shifted so many times. But one of the things that he has always been Mm -hmm. has been a lightning rod for controversy within whatever movement that he has associated himself with. So when he came Mm -hmm. to Keene years ago, he immediately, uh, polarized, The people here. He got into a fight with uh, not physical, but a verbal confrontation with Ali Havens, a former co-host here on Free Talk Live. And they kind of squared off against one another on Mm -hmm. the issue of, uh, you know, being violent or not. And of course, Cantwell was was being watched by the FBI even then. Because he was regularly blogging and talking about mm-hmm. using violence against the police.
1: Well, who isn't getting watched by the FBI these, these days? I know both yeah. of us are. Well,
0: yeah. <laughs> well, the FBI has been watching closely of the Free State Project since as early as 2005. Yeah. I mean, if Dave Ridley were sitting in here right now, he could tell you about how when Phil Christiana came to his house... Uh, back in, I think it was 2005, when Ridley was living with uh, two of the earlier—Ridley's one of the earliest movers here as part of this mm-hmm. freedom migration, and Christiana was sniffing around back in '05. Oh, yeah. Because Ridley posted about it on the old NHFree.com forum. So this same guy who ended up uh, being involved in your arrest, nobody, years Mm -hmm. ago when the FBI tried to set you up with a wire to to infiltrate the Keene Activist Center here in Keene. Yeah. So this guy's been meddling for more than a decade (laughs) uh, within this movement. And Cantwell's- I told him,
1: don't you guys have profilers? Who told you I would do this? (laughs) Crap. Yeah. Um. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> let's go to your phone calls and thoughts here we got doug on the line in new york uh doug you're on free talk live go ahead hey, good evening. i can't even hear you doug you're gonna have to get a better phone not gonna play with that 855 450 free that's 855 450 3733 as we continue here you can bring up whatever you want i've told that guy before uh that you know if we can't understand him if he's sounds super tinny like yeah. that it's not gonna it's not
1: gonna fly, yeah, you can't interview a man in a rain barrel, nope, and but, that's even worse, yeah,
0: um all right, so Chris Cantwell, he's being charged, it looks like up to twenty years possibly in prison for simply sending a telegram message threatening to f a man's wife in front of his kids if he didn't mm-hmm. give up some information, and you know, where do you draw the line between you know being being a character? and online play or artwork or whatever versus Mm. and i'm not claiming this was artwork necessarily but he does admit that he plays
1: a character well and he claims to be a comedian so does he still claim that i don't know maybe he doesn't he did kind of get booed off stage a lot yeah um so I liked his his sense of humor.
0: I, I mean, that's one of the things I like. About I mean, Chris, there
1: but. were things that he said that were that that were funny. I think there were things that he said that um, passed the bounds of my taste significantly. Um, and I haven't heard any of his acts since he went white supremacist. That was I. I. It's hard to listen the, to him. Did yeah. you hear anything he's he said after that? Because I mean, I've, I, mean oh, I've I, to I, him. I interviewed. He's, he's been him, in the studio so, here
0: with both of yeah. us.
1: Yeah, yeah, it, it's true. I, I haven't heard any of his comedy styling since he went all uh since.
0: Well, toe in the chat room says Cantwell went way beyond being a character a long time ago. Well, he still has claimed recently to be playing a character i've heard him yeah. say that within the last 4 or 5 months yeah in an interview of some
1: and, sort and and that's true i think of of everybody who's an activist or a public uh public personality to some extent um you know to some extent the exterior that i pre- present as an activist is a character because mm-hmm. that Um, I mean, for one thing, it's necessary to protect your inner self and to be somewhat armored when you go out and you know that there's going to be a lot of abuse hurled at you. Um, You know, there's uh, so, yeah, I don't uh, I don't necessarily wear my heart on my sleeve when I'm doing activism. Um And, you know, I do play up my personality somewhat uh, to be a character on the radio. Mm-hmm. um So I understand what he's saying there and what Alex Jones made the same defense uh, when during his divorce proceedings. And it
0: didn't work for Jones, by the way.
1: Um, well, I think
0: he lost the divorce proceedings.
1: Well, the thing is, that's not a, a win or a lose uh proceeding. It's a. I mean, everybody loses in divorce. Some people. So, so yeah, you. Yeah, but win- some people
0: lose more than others.
1: Yeah, and and usually men lose more yeah. than than yeah. others. So, you know, he uh, he may have done better than he would have by making that argument. He that may have been better for him still than making the argument. Oh yeah, everything I said is absolutely true. Yeah. So
0: I just. I think you're right here, nobody, in your assessment that this isn't a violation of the code. I mean, it says here you have to threaten to injure the person or kidnap a person. And he just threatened to have sex with a woman.
1: Yeah, and he did not...
0: We're back. It's Free Talk Live. The toll-free number is 855-450-FREE-LIKE-FREEDOM. That's 855-450-3733. We have the Discord call-in line rooms at discord.lrn.fm. And that's where you can call in to sound almost like you're sitting here in the studio with us tonight. It's Ian. And Pope Nobody of the Church of the Invisible Hand. We've been talking about what's happened to Chris Cantwell, arrested, I presume, in the middle of the night last night. Uh, according to telegram, his last time seen
1: on telegram was about two in the morning. And maybe that's what it is. It occurs to me. Maybe the, I mean, we're both clergy and maybe that's why we can't hate Kent. Well, even though he's hateful. I agree. I I don't think— Because I do see him—I see him as redeemable. I agree. Uh, You know, I mean, people can go to the extremes of evil and come back.
0: I agree with that. And and it is my role as a minister of peace to minister peace to people. And Chris Mm -hmm. Cantwell is one of the people who needs that the most. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm of no belief that I'm going to be able to save him. Only he can, you know, save himself from these— Uh, these feelings and these beliefs, or whatever it is that uh, that he's been carrying, but I know one thing's for well, how sure. How many
1: psychologists does it take to change a light bulb? I don't know how many. Just one, but the light bulb has to be willing to change. <laughs> right. <laughs> right.
0: But but you know, I get I've gotten a lot of heat for a long time, nobody that uh, because I treat people like Chris Cantwell with uh-huh. kindness, because I treat people like him with with love uh and yeah. and and, uh, and i've had people ostracize me because of that and not just over chris campbell yeah. there's been other activists like a guy named jp who is fairly controversial uh, up here with the cop
1: block yeah kind of you see group. i got ain't nobody got time for jp um,
0: I have made time for JP, and uh, well, nobody some, has not.
1: You do. You have not. Ain't right. nobody got time yeah, yeah. for him. <laughs> uh, but uh, you know, I get I get crit-
0: criticized for these. You know, for being yeah. friendly uh, and kind to these people, and that's just it's just what I yeah. do.
1: So. And well, the thing is, like I've interviewed Cantwell on on the air, and some you know there was a, a woman who's very important to me who got really upset at me about doing it, and it's just like the thing is you have to show the absurdity of of these things and you have to show rational argument next to irrational argument if you want to show people reason and that and that's the thing and that's why i mean i detest the guys political views but i will interview him and i will interview him respectfully and at this uh, i don't say punch a nazi and i don't hold with throwing commies out of helicopters either for exactly the same reason it's not because and i vehemently disagree with both but you know uh you have a right to be an idiot and to say so
0: Absolutely true. If you want to comment, you can join us here. Let's go to the phones. We got Lumpy. He's on our Discord lines. Lumpy, you're on Free Talk Live.
5: Good evening, guys. Hey. Sorry I got you in the background. I hope it's not too noisy there. You sound Um, fine. Go ahead. What gets me is that Americans still, and I call them Americans, and it's it's probably not... People still tend to believe the created words of the people that work for the establishment, for the government, that falsify over and over all these claims of all these people who say they're being so bad. Look, uh, this doesn't mean that I get along with or or, or subscribe to any of Cantwell's beliefs. I'll tell you what. A long time ago, I knew him. I was acquainted with him. He uh, he uh, was. He
1: always a racist. No, no.
5: Not at all. As a matter of fact, he okay.
1: was a, he I didn't was a, think he was, but... He's been with black women
0: before.
5: He, When ah. I was with him, I spent some time with him up at, a, at a, a festival up in Grafton, way up in Grafton, New Hampshire. I had nothing but a great time with this guy. Yeah. He was... He was fantastic. Okay? Well, he
1: was definitely fun, and that's and that's the thing. That's the thing. He still kind of is. And it wasn't just you know, fun. It when was you the, hear the about a Nazi, you expect a comic about. book villain.
5: Yeah, well, you know that's the thing. He's he's made himself an easy target for people like the FBI who 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 will. They take people like, you know, and look, I don't know the story. I don't know the whole conspiracy theories and all that baloney, but they take people and they get them into the system and they take people who are easy targets, who would be like, uh, Sarnev, okay. The Boston bomber. I don't really know if Sarnev really did it. Now this is going to open up a whole nother can. I don't know
1: if any of these block guys block never really right. did but it from did him- Lee Harvey Oswald to Sirhan, right. Sirhan to, right. uh.
5: They get them into the system and they use their effects, their terms. They use legal threats. They say they get them into and they do what you were talking about. What was that? Moving them all around to prison to prison and something therapy there. Diesel Uh, therapy, they call it. Yeah. So they can't establish a defense. But it's not only that, they'll get them while they're in there, and they're feeling awful because jail is a horrible freaking place to be. Let me tell you,
1: it is... Oh, I spent disturbing. a year and a half in Cheshire they'll County Jail, I'll about, tell you, too.
5: They'll make up stuff about you in the jail. They'll They'll make up all kinds of stories about people in the jail. And, and then they'll say... Uh, you know, they'll have the jail look at you like you're a crazy person. They'll get you on some kind of drugs, some kind of antidepressant drugs, and then
1: what do you have left? They won't get me on that.
5: Right? Exactly. Exactly. They'll say, "Oh, well, now he's crazy because he's a depressed. He's depressed or what have you." Right. So now they're making victims. Okay. These people are the FBI. I know some young people who are who i mean i i've had them as customers they come to me and they i say well what are you doing well they were, they were people previously who were bank managers or 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 what have you and they're, they're going to be into the f they they're all excited about getting into the fbi first thing i've said to them i say to them oh so now you're going to be an enemy of the people and freedom and they say oh no 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 i say yes 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 and I sit and I talk with them, and they yeah. and I stick with some of them. And I go back to them and tell them exactly what they're talking about and what they're doing and what they're going to be doing. And they don't yeah. want to hear it.
1: I I'm mean, the first
5: person that's going to tell them about that.
1: Yeah. You know, I mean, the FBI is a political goon squad. Basically. Yeah, is... And
5: they're too stupid to know because they look at God and country and think they're doing it. They're stupid idiots. They're like me. I was an enlisted fool. I was
1: i enlisted
5: i was an idiot i bought into everything i did and let me tell you the things i did in the military but the thing is one of them for the eight years fought for your freedom you
1: idiots you don't have to be an idiot to learn what you're taught
5: yeah
1: and the thing is you get taught things as a child You know, and then you have to go back and you have to question them and you have to question all of them. Well, we were taught a system of nonsense, not just nonsense, isolated nonsense, but a whole system of nonsensical thinking. That's what they taught us. So that we believe nonsense is no surprise or should be no surprise. Garbage in, garbage out.
5: And James Wittekind says you're not a minister?
1: Oh, James Wittekind's an idiot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, yeah.
5: Well, he's more than that. Lumpy, anyway. thanks for the call okay. tonight, Thank brother. I appreciate
0: hearing from you. Let's continue. We've got uh, Joe. Is yeah, I guess
1: my ministerial grace ends at a bit <laughs> at <Whittekind>.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Joe, you're on Free Talk Live. Well, you know, if somebody yeah, comes into your church and luck. and tears the thing up, you don't have any obligation to continue to spend time on that person.
1: Yeah, you know. Although, frankly, I mean, if he showed up and he said, "Oh my God, I'm a horrible person. Tell me how to be better," I would feel that I had to sit down with him and and me talk too. to him. I've, so, I forgiveness
0: guess... is my you know is very important.
1: Yeah. I think it's very important. Joe, I, go ahead. That's why I can tolerate Cantwell. Go ahead, Joe.
6: Yeah, uh,
7: sorry to get off subject here. I don't. I don't know any of the people you guys are talking about. Hey, pick, <laughs>
1: pick whatever subject makes you happy. That's what we're here for. I
7: was, uh, I was listening. We've all heard about the new gun laws going down in Virginia and stuff. And, um, I was listening to a local talk radio show this morning on the way to work. And I guess they're wanting to make it illegal to criticize government officials in Virginia and harder to recall the governor.
0: And <laughs> oh, wow. I don't, in,
7: I don't live in Virginia, obviously. I live in Michigan, but, um, man, this this is the kind of stuff that happens when people sit at home, they don't get involved in their local, they don't vote, they don't get involved in their local politics and stuff, and you know, it's hard, though. I, not, I mean, people
1: are busy. It's hard to find anybody worth voting for. There's nobody good out there.
7: That
0: much is generally true. I mean, we've got some <laughs> decent ones here in New Hampshire because of the libertarian migration here. We actually have some yeah. good choices. But you well, know, this is where nobody is. But voting for people, as nobody pointed out there, is usually a waste of time because you're usually choosing between two crap sandwiches. Joe, if you want to hang on, we can discuss uh, further. It's up to you. Stand by if you'd like. Uh, Toll free number here, 855-450-FREE. And hopefully we're going to be talking to Mark from the Marianas if he's ready to uh, to take over the show uh, we'll find out here in moments
6: hour number two's next it's free talk live Are you sick of hearing the same crap on libertarian podcasts inside jokes interviews of the same person you've heard 50 times then you need to listen to the lava flow podcast no nonsense and to the point get the information you need and get out you won't hear the latest libertarian circle jerk news here but instead hard-hitting anti-statist news with me, Roger Paxton, shooting from the lip. LAVA stands for libertarian, anarcho-capitalist, voluntarist, and agorist. And if you think you fit any of these categories, then this is the podcast for you. Listen now at thelavaflow.com to find out what's rustling my jimmies, what's in the news, the latest bad cop, stupid stuff statists are saying, and so much more. You can find out more and subscribe on any podcatcher at thelavaflow.com. That's thelavaflow.com. Part of the Pax Libertas Productions Podcast Network. Free Talk Live.
0: It is Free Talk Live. You can bring up whatever you want right here. The toll-free number is 855-450-FREE-LIKE-FREEDOM. 855-450-3733. 855-450-3733. We have the Discord call-in-line rooms over at discord.lrn.fm here in the studio tonight. It's Ian.
1: And nobody.
0: So uh, coming up, we can talk about our visit to Concord, New Hampshire today. Nobody, you and I and Chris Wade, uh, one of our Friday night hosts, went up there today for a very important hearing on a potential decriminalization bill for cannabis now cannabis was already decriminalized the first time back in 2017 here in new hampshire but this one takes it even further we can tell you about uh what exactly Mm. they have planned on the way here but let's go back to joe he's on the line in michigan joe you were calling about some of the issues that they're facing there in virginia uh where the governor apparently they're they're trying to pass some law that makes it harder to recall the governor and, and what else do they have besides all well, the gun control they're stuff? they're
1: basically bringing every tool to bear because right now uh, people are bringing every uh, – they're looking for any way to get rid of this governor. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, people – I mean, he crossed a major line. He crossed a line that to a lot of people means war. And people don't understand thirty thousand murders a year in 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 the United States. Uh, something like ten thousand of them uh, involve uh, involve guns. okay. <laughs> How many people are gonna die in a civil war? How many people are going to die? Uh, when the ATF is knocking on people's doors and people are answering, um, with guns ablazing, because somebody's gonna do that, you know. Joe, what do you think?
7: Well, I think um, one of them was they were I don't know all the details of the law, but the, they were making it uh, basically trying to criminalize criticizing the government, government officials, um. far as I know, most states and the federal level—it might be a federal crime law. I mean, you can't threaten, publicly threaten, public officials anyway. And basically, well,
1: you pretty much—you can't publicly or or privately threaten anybody legally.
7: Yeah, it's not as Chris Cantwell just learned. It's true. This isn't threatening. This isn't. This is just being critical of policy. Um, Basically, they're wanting to extend red flag laws to any criticism and man that's i mean like they always say they go after the second amendment first then they go after the first amendment yeah and
1: and really they're going after both at the same time because there's an ongoing battle against against everything in in the bill of rights the first amendment the second amendment the fourth amendment in a big way uh the fifth amendment and they're using torture
7: I mean, there are people who think libertarians are extremists. I mean, are you going to be if you're a registered libertarian or whatever, constant, whatever party? I don't know, whatever third or fourth party or you're independent. You know, who's to say that
3: yeah. you
7: could end up on some list? You know, I mean, this is this this isn't yeah. China, man. This is Virginia, for Pete's sakes. And um, I don't know, man. This is just some scary stuff. I never yeah. really the government does some messed up stuff, but.
1: Do you remember Goldwater? Barry Goldwater.
7: Yeah, my mom and him voted for him, (laughs) but
1: yeah. Well, he said that uh, I wasn't born. I mean, he wasn't right about everything, but he was right about a lot of things. And he said, uh, um, "Moderation in defense of liberty is no virtue, and extremism." In defense of freedom is no vice.
7: Yeah, he's right. I mean, he <laughs> was. Uh, if you look back at history, he got black or tarred and feathered, and they mischaracterized him. Of course, that was before the internet, when people could find out a lot of
1: who got truth, tarred but, and feathered.
7: Uh, well, they basically made him look look like a nut job. And they try, you know, oh. his uh, his chances of ever you know holding any higher office than what he had.
1: Yeah, but, um, and and I it's mean, unfortunate because, you know, he could have—poverty was just—basically, uh, if he had won, uh, one of the big government wars on poverty would not have happened, and there would be a lot less poverty in, yeah. in the mean, world. Because anything it, that the government makes war on, all of a sudden, everybody can get it you know
7: war on poverty just trapped people in poverty it made made it where people couldn't get out of it
0: that's true and uh, And look what the war on drugs did yeah
7: yeah the war on drugs it it, you got a lot of uh collateral damage from because you basically created a, a, a a black market the same thing they did with prohibition a lot of the gun laws we got now came out of the prohibition era and that was a problem they they started and they just made it you know made it worse but um yeah, yeah, see, just,
1: I'm a drug war felon, and, and so it's like I'll never have a good job again, you know, unless yeah. I manage to to start a business, um, you know. But this in terms is, um, of being an employee, it's just not going to happen. It, it, nobody will ever trust me with anything.
7: This is Orwellian stuff, man. I mean, this is the kind of stuff where, you know, like they have that, cre- that social credit system over in china mm-hmm. how long is it going to be before we have something similar to that here
1: you well know? we do i mean uh you know criminal records for trivial offenses for offenses that don't violate the rights of another is a social credit system and it is used as a drug war felon i can tell you it's used to exclude me from a lot of different parts of the economy it's it's used to take away my drug my 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 drug rights my gun rights and my drug rights because damn it you have a right to (laughs) self-medicate
0: thanks for the call tonight joe anything else you want to share
7: no i just um you know i just wish the libertarians were the party that you know i wish they would i wish we had more viable options other countries they got three or four political parties and the, the big parties have to form coalitions and they have to they can't just rule like they do in the united states and you know i guess that's a pipe dream but you see I, i'm taking my call you're welcome i vote Thank you.
1: libertarian because that's how i can contribute to their activism okay and i think their activism is valuable because i think it brings people closer to to an anarchy but i don't think they should be an anarchist organization i think they should be a minarchist organization because an anarchist organization which woke up one morning and realized that it was a political party would probably commit suicide um You know, it would cease to exist as an organization because an anarchist political party doesn't make sense. A minarchist political party makes sense. And if you accept it as being that then it becomes a great recruiting grounds for anarchists that are friendly to them without agreeing with them on everything. So that's my surprisingly very controversial view of the Libertarian Party. And and there's people who just want to insist it's the worst thing on earth and because it's not pure anarchist. And I'm like, it's a political party, so it's not supposed to be pure anarchist. Okay, so accept a thing for what it is. And if you want something different to exist, then start the anarchist party. (laughs) You know, if that makes sense to you, it doesn't make sense to me.
0: Hey, Joe, thanks for the call. (laughs) Really appreciate hearing from you. And yeah, free speech is important. I suspect that if they do pass those laws, uh, the ACLU will likely challenge them and they will probably be found unconstitutional. Uh, because you are absolutely, it is your right to criticize government agents in the United States. That is one of the mm. you know the nice things about being here is you can say the emperor has no clothes, and you probably shouldn't be thrown in prison for it. Generally,
1: yeah, the, the ACLU, I, I like
0: them. I I, 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 I like the New Hampshire one a lot more than I like the the national one. Uh, definitely true. There's more coming up here uh 855 450 free. We may be talking to Mark Edge from the Marianas coming up in moments. This is free talk. This is free talk live and you can bring up whatever you want here although I don't know if uh the Discord lines I don't know if Mark is going to be ready to take Discord calls all the way over in the mariana islands but in technical technically he should be prepared for it how prepared he is i don't know because <laughs> well,
1: mark should be technically prepared but <laughs> but he forgot the network cable
0: that's one of the problems that uh, we found out at the beginning of the show is that he forgot to plug his uh his network device <laughs> into the router which is yeah. usually going to be the problem that uh, all the issues stem from but he's here
8: now mark Can you hear me?
0: We hear you, and you actually sound pretty
1: good.
8: Yeah, it sounds like you plugged everything in. (laughs) Well, yes. I'm not going to take... The total blame here. Something weird was happening, and I i know Ian pushed a button somewhere. They, I, I cannot be completely blamed. Don't, yeah, don't no, you was, people do it to me. I might have been sending
0: bad audio out as well. Uh, but we got all the issues ironed out here. Um, our, our callers are done. I wanted to finish up with that last caller that we had there as well, make sure he had a chance to get his thoughts out. And uh, so the original intention was that you were going to take over Thursdays, which is actually Fridays where you are, because it's the morning uh, over in the Marianas. What time is it there right now?
8: Right. The U.S. Mariana Islands, where the United States day begins. The time is, I think, well, so right now it is 1121. But I think the best way to describe it for people, 1121 a.m., is that at midnight here, it's nine a.m. in Eastern Time. Right. So when you're beginning your work day, we're ending the clock hours. day.
0: It's fifteen hours ahead.
8: Mm-hmm. Right. Have you
1: considered that very bad things could happen if the U.S. and China ever go to war? You would I, like I, absorb the. You would be the
8: very, the closest U.S. territory to them, right? I, I would think that's true, but I don't think there's going to be a land war anymore. I mean, you know, exactly what – probably what would happen – there's nothing strategic here. So probably what would happen is is if, if there was, you know, at the end of it all, maybe there would be some territories traded as there was at the end of World War II, if that at all. And, you know, I don't, I don't suspect anything would happen, anything more than Hawaii or – um, you know california well, i don't think anybody
0: should make a decision as to where they're going to live based on what wars might uh you know transpire that aren't don't aren't imminent
1: well you know i i would say that ludwig uh, von mises and uh and von hayek made very good decisions when they decided to skip europe ahead of the nazis moving into austria because I think their lives might have been much shorter and less pleasant had they spent them under the tender mercies of the Nazis, and they agreed. Um, <laughs> All right, so, uh, Mark, are you uh,
0: prepared to take over the show?
8: Sure. Um, I wanted to talk to you guys briefly about this Cantwell situation. Can we do a merge here Yeah, sure. Uh, while, while we uh, do this? So you guys were talking yeah, about Yeah, I'll stay Christian on
1: with you if you want.
8: As Thank you. you. I want. appreciate the, uh, the the big uh, the big sacrifice there, Pope Nobody. So, <laughs> um, Christopher Cantwell has been arrested by the United States Federal Bureau of Investigations. That's right. for a pretty dubious threat. I mean, he didn't. The claim is is that he it, threatened as to, threats go. It was pretty weak.
0: Yeah, I mean, right. he didn't say he was going to rape his this guy's wife. He said he was going to f the guy's wife.
8: Right, and yeah. that c- which could, could easily just be, be threatening considered to cock him, basically.
1: Right, <laughs> right.
8: It could be easily considered, uh, you know, that, that somehow Cantwell believed in his mind he would seduce the wife, and that the woman would make the very poor choice <laughs> as to have sex with him in front of her children. In
1: which case, yeah. his lawyer can argue both that the threat wasn't uh, illegal and that the threat
8: wasn't uh, wasn't believable. It's not believable. Um, <laughs> <But> <laughs> I'd like to point out that there is a man named uh, James Wittekind. You mentioned him a little earlier on the mm-hmm. air, who has threatened me for six years on That's the, right. air. And yeah. I on have the air. And the FBI's the phone, done
0: nothing. In text,
8: he's right. threatened you in every way possible. Right. And I've sent that information to the FBI. The FBI spoke with him, according to... Uh, what a kind. I don't know. I mean, nobody's giving me this information. Um, you know, they, they don't they don't tend to communicate well with victims, as it were. But for well, whatever they don't reason, tend to communicate well with victims that they consider uh, enemies. And that may very well be the case. I don't know what the answer is, but I will say that the FBI was Johnny on the spot to get this white supremacist, um, you know, to to arrest to arrest Cantwell for this white supremacist. He, however, will do nothing. They would. They, however, will do nothing against Wittekind, who has. I mean, the the list of threats is explicit and long. It's well, remember,
0: the government years. has no obligation to protect you.
8: Right. And so the idea that Cantwell has done something terrible, I mean, is Cantwell a terrible person? Yes, the news media certainly has painted him to be a terrible person. I think he's distasteful uh, would be the way that I would describe him. But regardless of that, um, they, you know, the FBI clearly isn't a bunch of paladins of truth and justice. They're just going out doing whatever's convenient for them. That's right. This is a ruse for them.
0: I mean, I can't say you're wrong about that. That's uh, that's absolutely true. And it does go to point... This is Trump's America. (laughs) (laughs) It wouldn't have been any different under Obama. These
8: bureaucrats were all working for Obama. Right. These threats uh, occurred under Obama, too. There's um, the FBI is the FBI. Uh, That's how they act.
0: Yeah. I mean, just because they change out some head of an agency doesn't mean the fundamental bureaucracy has changed in any way, shape or form.
1: Uh, Yeah, that's definitely true because, you know, they're they're going to do what they're going to do. according to their interpretation of the book which is whatever interpretation is convenient
8: to them at the moment the republicans would have you believe that this is just a problem with some leadership over the fbi we're not against the entire uh you know bureau or anything like that and that's fine they can be for or against anything they want but the fbi has been an out-of-control unprofessional organization for a very long time
1: yeah oh yeah it should be dissolved there's no con- there's no constitutional authority for his existence. The,
8: the idea that now that they're being used as a uh, to to settle bickering disputes between white supremacists is uh, laughable to me. Yeah,
1: yeah, absolutely. Uh, your I would also tax
8: dollars a hard at work. Right. I would also point out that uh, the we are the number twenty sixth most important talk show in the nation. The number twenty fifth. This guy uh, um, Shapiro, Ben Shapiro. Um, he had a threat leveled against him, and the FBI took care of that within a week. So apparently they can do their job when they wish, but for some reason they do not wish to do it for Free Talk Live. Maybe it's because of the yeah. Mall here incident. Um, I called the FBI unprofessional when they tried to assassinate those last three um, mm-hmm. holdouts. And, the, and know. this
1: is the same organization that had 10 vehicles uh, following me. Well, at one point when I was, <laughs> was selling a quarter pound of weed, um, but they don't have time or energy to investigate someone well, threatening the innocent children of a, t- of a talk radio host.
0: Well, and don't forget also that very same FBI that was investigating you for selling a quarter pound of weed had a heroin dealer that they let go so they could get <laughs> to you, so they could try to have you infiltrate the Keene Activist Center, a peaceful activist center. They were willing to let a heroin dealer back out onto the streets. Yeah. Uh, Uh, So that gives you some idea of their priorities. Coming up, Mark and Alexander taking over from the Mariana Islands, the U.S. Mariana Islands, for the very first half an episode, better late than never, of Free Talk Live from
8: the future. Future, future, more coming up. The next-generation wallet is coming from Divi. In just a few taps, you'll be able to send, earn, spend, and exchange digital money in seconds. Send money around the globe with only a swipe. Instantly exchange between Divi, Bitcoin, and fiat right in the mobile app and withdraw directly to your bank account. Divi already offers the first one-tap solution for earning passive income with crypto. Multi-tiered masternodes allow everyone to partake in the network. Visit DiviProject.org. DiviProject.org. Sure. Free Talk Live, coming to you from the U.S. Mariana Islands. It's Mark with you. And Alex. And uh, well, thanks to Ian and nobody for catching my slack there. The first hour and a half of the show was supposed to be from here, but there was some miscommunication and some technical problems, and I think we've got those ironed out. And our plan is to continue to do radio programs here Thursday evenings, seven to ten. And I, right now, of course, it's the next day, uh, so it's Friday at uh, eleven thirty-eight a.m. A. Right now, I'm looking out over the, you know, the beautiful mountains of. Uh, the Marianas here. What, what's that mountain up there that I'm I'm looking at, Alex? Is that uh, Tapa Chow? Oh,
9: it's another one. It's a different one. Contrary to popular belief, we are not going to go underwater when the ocean levels rise.
8: <laughs> yes, that's right. When ocean le- when and if uh, ocean levels rise, uh, there's plenty of uh, topography left here at the Mariana Islands. So, uh, I I guess I've been here close to a week now. That's correct. Yeah, and. I've got to say that I like it very much. I am—I uh, don't have a return ticket, and I'm not intending to return to the United States, uh, you know, right away. So, uh, I mean, there's some advantages to moving here, especially from a residency standpoint. Um, Alex, the only way to get off of the rolls of the IRS is to either give up your citizenship and move to, like, Liberia or something, or to become a resident of one of the U.S. territories. Moving to a different country and just living there isn't going to do it. You have to actually go through the process of expatriating and getting rid of your citizenship and all that stuff. Because when you move to uh, Austria or whatever, you still, according to the IRS, owe them money. But once you go to a, um, a, one of the
9: territories
8: then things change with the IRS, right?
9: Yeah, it's pretty wild. The U.S. is pretty much the only country in the world that claims its citizens as its tax sheep no matter where they live around the world. In a normal country, UK, Canada, Germany, pick your country. If you move to Cayman Islands, Bahamas, some tax-free jurisdiction, you can get your residency there, give up your previous tax residency, and escape. However, in the case of the U.S., they claim your worldwide income as your own. The one exception.
8: like the only country in the world that does that. Some people say North Korea, too. But, I mean, how many people are working uh, for, you know, outside of North Korea and, and making money and sending it back? I have no idea. So, basically, the United States is the only jurisdiction that claims your labor when you are all outside of the country. It's one thing to say, you know, hey, when you're work when you working inside our little polygon on the map, then you owe us money. But it's another thing entirely to say, once you leave our polygon surf, you will continue
9: to work for us because you are our surf and the world is our domain. Well, it's even worse than that. You don't even have to have ever been to the U.S. Just having the citizenship, maybe your parents had it. Or you got through some other method. If you have that citizenship, you've never been there, you never use any government services, they still claim all your income as their own. It's pretty unbelievable. And there's only one way to escape it while keeping your citizenship, and that's to move to a US territory.
8: So um I I have moved to a US territory at this point. What's it take to get residency um, now, obviously, things are going to be slightly different in places like Samoa, American Samoa, and um, uh, Puerto Rico, and you know, a variety of these things. But um, what's it take to
9: get residency outside the United States in one of the territories? Yeah, so there's uh, many different ways you can get residency, and different jurisdictions and parties define residency differently. In this case, I think most people will be concerned with IRS residency. So for the IRS to consider you a resident of a territory— and give you that territorial protection where they no longer are entitled to your income. You need to spend about six months in the jurisdiction and pass a few tests. 183 the, days. Exactly. Right. Bonafide residency tests, physical residency test, among uh, the closer connections test. So it's not as simple as just you move over here, you spend six months, but your, your wife, your kid, your house, your doctor, everything else is back at your, your home in LA. That's not enough. You need to show that you have stronger ties to here than anywhere else, and there's a lot of information on the IRS website about how to do that. This isn't a a tax advice program, but it's certainly doable.
8: Yeah, I think that uh, basically you have to move as opposed to just sort of pretending to move. There are people, for instance, that could, um, let's say, live in Miami and then have a private jet and fly to San Juan and work you know what how long does it take to fly from uh, miami to san juan three hours two and a half hours especially if you have a private jet no big deal so um you know monday morning they uh they fly in at uh, 6 a.m they're there at work at 9 a.m they spend uh, monday tuesday wednesday thursday nights in their condo in san juan and then they uh, after, you know, they, they, they clock out at noon on Friday and then they fly back to Miami to spend the weekend with the family. That is probably what occurred that caused uh, the IRS to say, no, no, you've got to be, you know, it's got to be more firm than that. But basically, if you live in a place and you don't have a private jet and you can't afford, then you know more or less you've got to spend 183 days out of the year here. Um, I would recommend, you know, getting the cell
9: phone. You got to have a cell phone once you move here, anyway. So it's um... well. I think you mentioned San Juan, Puerto Rico, right? Yeah. The big difference between there and here is that you probably actually want to live here, right? Many people they just go to San Juan for the tax benefits, but they have a lot of trouble. The crime rate's a little higher than they would like. Everything is conducted in Spanish primarily, so it's hard to. Uh, integrate with the local community, or even feel as if you're a part of it at all. Here, it's the opposite. Everyone's friendly, they speak English, quality of life is pretty good, weather is beautiful, and you just feel more free. So I think that is one of the big appeals here is that you might come thinking, oh, I only want to spend the minimum amount of time here. But after you arrive, you quickly realize, actually, I want to spend all my time here.
8: Yeah, I don't know. I haven't spent the full year. I can't say that. But I can say that by the first day, I was beginning to think, yeah, I can do this. Not a problem. So what um, what are the benefits, though? What are, what are the things that one can expect as far as real sort of tangible freedoms that are more than the United States? Because, uh, I mean, you know, the... Uh somebody's, I mean, people are going to be asking this question. They're going to be wondering, oh, well, you know, why would I want to do that? And I would say one of the reasons is is there's just far fewer pe- voters here. Um, therefore, also, there's far fewer laws. So in New Hampshire, which was rated at some points the freest state in the union and is currently sitting at number two, according to Freedom in the 50 States, there's close to a 1,000 bills that are up for vote every year from the legislature. Whereas here, how many bills were up this year? Uh, It was a little around 40,
9: 40 thereabouts.
8: Right. You could conceivably as a single um, individual read all the bills that are proposed and you could try to talk to your legislature. Now, I don't know how good, how successful that's going to be or whatever, but imagine they're going to listen a little more when there's so few but voters compared to uh, legislators, so that's you know that's one thing. This is the uh, it's a small government. It, that's what we want, right? We want a small government. It's a small government.
9: Yeah, keep in mind senators are elected with as few as six hundred votes here, so the the people are really in charge. Furthermore, if there's a law you don't like, you can repeal it by referendum, or if there's a law you do like, you can add it by referendum. And unlike a big state like California and New York, which also have some referendum capabilities, you don't need millions of dollars to pay people to go getting signatures. You could just stay at the post office and collect the necessary signatures yourself in a relatively short amount of time. So here the people really are in charge, which is a, a really refreshing change.
8: Yeah, and um, as far as you know, freedoms go... I guess we can say that one thing is, is that marijuana is legal, right? That's correct. Yeah. So, um, you know, not every state in the union is marijuana legal, but it happens to be.
4: Yeah. We
8: talk live. If give a call, talk about whatever's on your mind. It looks like I can take some calls. Uh, it's Mark with you. And Alex. And we're coming from the U.S. Mariana Islands. And uh, kind of the goal here today, uh, we, we certainly may very well get to some other show prep. But, uh, you know, and you can call in and bring up whatever you want. But today is to just talk about what my experiences are uh, here at the Mariana Islands. And um, I am surprised... That I do actually feel freer, so um I mean, Alex, can you give me some ideas to why you think I might be feeling freer like what what's made this happen?
9: <laughs> yeah, I think it's just the uh the lack of a federal presence certainly is one thing. you don't see any federal buildings or anything like that in your face, whereas in any major u s city you just drive around there's just these monstrosities sticking up everywhere. In addition, I think it's the the police presence is pretty minimal. You don't see police pulling people over. You don't see people getting arrested. You don't see government doing much at all. They're very island life relaxed. They like to just, you know, enjoy life and not harass people. So I think it's, you really feel that you don't notice something until it's gone. And I think what you're noticing is the the lack of government experience and just the happiness that you can see in the, the faces and lives of all the citizens as a result so with this uh with this abbreviated uh, police presence uh, there
8: there must be crime must be rampant
9: yeah i mean if you uh went to government schools your whole life you would probably think something like that but in reality i think there's been about uh four or five murders since 1995 since
8: 1995. So we're talking 25 years. So there's a, basically a murder every five years. Now, when you consider how small the population is, that's probably, uh, you know, may, may, it might put uh, Mariana Islands up there high. I have no idea. But, um, I mean, most of these murders seem to have had to do with some kind of Chinese mafia called the Triads.
9: Yeah, it's sort of like uh, any U.S. city, right? In, in Chicago, most of it's gang-related. Same thing here. So a normal person has pretty much zero chance of being harmed in that regard.
8: Yeah, it seems like, um, you know, for whatever reason, these might be people who took out loans or escaping gambling debts or um, in some way or another, you know, I don't know. I've never made a mob angry, so I don't know. Um yeah, you know, what what it is that these folks might have done but uh, even the murders that do occur appear to be limited to a certain sphere is what i'm saying so um yeah i mean police presence here is uh is ab- abbreviated but i think that they'll you know they they do enough to keep things calm right like it
9: just kind of goes to show you don't need to over police i wouldn't even attribute it necessarily to the police i think it's you know, you just have good people around. You won't have problems.
8: It may be that, too. I don't know what the answer is, but I can tell you crime, uh, violent crime certainly is low. Uh, I hear that it's not a great idea to, um, I don't know, leave things out where they could be stolen. But I, I haven't had any experience like that at this point that I can speak to one way or the other. And it's probably never a good idea to, uh, you know, say not lock your car or something anyway, uh, especially in a tourist area. So um, what are some of the other ways that you would uh, say that uh, Mariana Islands is uh, freer? Um, it's you know the freest part of the United States. So I would say taxes are a big deal. Once you can establish residency, you begin paying your income taxes to the Mariana Islands rather than to the United States government. And that's an important distinction for libertarians and uh, Quakers and people who believe in peace generally because – the Mariana Islands doesn't have the death penalty and they don't prosecute wars, which means that your tax money never goes to kill people.
9: Yeah, which is a a huge deal. There's nowhere else you can go that's not a U.S. territory where you can escape the the IRS without giving up your citizenship. Mm. And escaping the IRS is about more than just not paying taxes for many people. It's about an ethical stand of not fighting uh, senseless wars. Invading countries, and doing other unethical things. And it doesn't just stop at the IRS. Are you against the drug war? Do you want to stop funding that? Come to the Mariana Islands. Are you against a federal prison? Come to the Mariana Islands. Whatever your your beef is with federal funding, the best way to solve that is moving to a U.S. territory, such as the Mariana Islands.
8: Let's go to the phones. we got Vernon calling in from Louisiana. Vernon, you're on Free Talk Live.
3: So, boy, you... First, Mark, I am so glad to hear you during the winter time. It's usually my mark break, and I am just so glad to hear you on the air. Thank you so much for going to the trouble to, to broadcast live from there. I wanted to uh, before you go on, we should
8: talk about that a little bit. Um, I, I intend here in February to begin broadcasting even more. So um, you know at this point it's one day a week, and it's going to go up from there.
3: Well, I hope that you will do that dual thing again where you're live with Ian and you, you all just have such a good combination. Um, so Big surprises here, so,
8: coming in February.
3: <laughs> so you, you all make the Marion Islands sound like the best thing since sliced bread. I was looking online, and you all have the best weather on Earth. But one of my concerns is yep. that there's no representation in the United States Congress. Like, they don't get a real vote. Is that correct or am I
7: wrong?
8: Yeah, you're pretty much correct. Uh, I, the question I would ask in response is is what difference does it make? I mean, do you have representation in the United States Congress now? I mean, really.
3: Well, right, we can always turn it around and <laughs> is it a wasted vote or is it, you know, is am I am I really you know, does it matter? You're right. But you know, but still it you're one for one, I do you really not pay any federal taxes whatsoever. There's no social security tax, there's no income tax. It's just basically whatever tax they might have there on the Mariana Islands?
9: Uh, there is a Social Security-type tax, like a FICA tax, because the government claims that's not a tax, right? We're just helping save for you. So that right. is the that's only right. one. But there's Is no the Mariana Islands tax. that's doing it or is it the United States government? I, I'm not fully sure, but I believe okay. there's a program with the Mariana Islands that then gives it back to the federal government. So they're kind of like sharing-type thing. But well, I have to look it, more into that.
3: So I guess if you believe that you have representation, because obviously you've chosen to continue to live in the United States. So because of that, um, just like Puerto Rico, just like Washington, D.C., just like any of these so-called territories, it's, it, it's like you, you basically are still paying that tax. But yet what, you, you know, in our current form of government, which is supposedly going to be considered representation by your, uh, your Congress people. You 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 don't actually have a vote. I guess if you believe in that, that's I guess that's my right. point. But obviously, on pre Talk Live, it doesn't really matter, right? <laughs>
8: so yeah, for for me, what I would say in response to that is is that my vote never mattered anyway, right? So the most of the time when I voted for people, um, whether it's representatives or senators or president or anything like that, the guy I voted for didn't even win, or the person I voted for didn't even win. So, um, obviously, I'm not represented in that standpoint. If it was the person that I uh, that I voted for won, they didn't win by one vote, so my vote didn't make a difference in that election either. And I've contacted my Congress critters uh, on a pretty regular basis, meaning more than once a year on issue after issue, uh, because I'm on several lists, and, you know, I'll let them know what I'm thinking. I don't have a problem doing that. Well... They uh, it's, it's not like they change their vote because of my email or when I call, they don't answer the phone. So I would say the United States federal government has shown itself over the course of my 49 years on this planet as being wholly unresponsive to my wishes. So the idea that I currently don't
9: vote on those representatives, I, well, I, would, I, I, would also, I haven't lost any sleep. I would push back on the idea that you need a representative to have any say. We don't have a representative that can vote in Congress, but we just got 3,000 visas exclusive to the Mariana Islands for construction workers. Nowhere in the U.S. has ever done that before. We don't even have a voting member. We're doing things that nowhere else is doing. Yeah, I'd say the all governor right, here amounts to a representative and it's lim- more powerful.
3: I can only imagine yeah. how limited the labor pool is there. So, of course, that makes sense. But anyways, listen, I-, I just wanted to make that point, and I appreciate the discussion. And, Mark, it's so good to have you on the air. Thank you all.
8: Thank you, Verdun. Appreciate the call. 855-450-3733. That's 855-450-FREE, as in Free Talk Live. So, um, we, you know, Alex, I think we should go on and talk a little bit more about kind of some of the th- freedoms that you can enjoy here in the Mariana Islands and uh, give people some insight into some of the conversations we've had this week because uh, it may seem like I've been off the air But things have been happening behind the scenes, haven't they? Indeed. Yeah, lots and lots of stuff. The number is 855-450-3733. It's 855-450-FREE. Or you can use the Discord lines at discord.freetalklive.com.
0: Have you heard of LibertyCon? LibertyCon is not only a convention with great speakers like Whole Foods CEO and co founder John Mackey and Nobel Prize winner Vernon Smith, but it's also unique because you get a chance to network with more than 70 pro Liberty organizations one on one for the purpose of career advancement, business, and internship opportunities. April 3rd through 5th in Washington, D.C. You can learn more by visiting LibertyCon.com and use code FTL for a $10 discount on your registration. That's LibertyCon.com.
6: Free Talk Live.
8: Free Talk Live coming to you from the U.S. Mariana Islands. It's
9: Mark with you and Alex.
8: And yeah, it's it's. Uh it's bright and early here. It's noontime at the Mariana Islands. Uh, it may be 9 p.m. Eastern where you are if you're listening live, but here it's noon. That's because we start the day at the U.S. Mariana Islands. We start America's Day. So you can call in. You can talk about whatever is on your mind per usual here on Free Talk Live. Uh, but we've been talking about my move, me, me, Mark, the host of Free Talk Live, to the Mariana Islands. And uh, Alex has been sitting in. He sat in on a show uh, in New Hampshire, and uh, he's decided to sit in here, give me a little help. And we're just talking about the different ways that we believe that the Mariana Islands is, uh, Northern Mariana Islands is that's it's called, this, what is it? Commonwealth of the Northern Mariana Islands is the official name, but I like U.S. Mariana Islands because it just tells people what it is. And they uh, some ways that it's being um, that it's more free. So we were talking about taxes, and I want to get back into taxes. But um, Alex, let's talk about the ways that um, uh, that, that one could live off grid here.
9: Yeah, I mean, one of the best ways to be free is to to live on your own off grid. And I think the Maran Islands is pretty unique in one's ability to do that. You have a year-round growing season, a beautiful sun for solar energy, and abundant rainwater to collect. So it's totally possible to, to get some land, build a house, set up some solar, and just live off-grid.
8: I, I mean, yeah, it seems like most every day has some sun in it, and um, I'm... You know, I would think that uh, that solar panels with some batteries would probably do you quite well. I mean, almost every day it rains too, but it's usually brief and then it's over. Yeah, I mean,
9: you're from New Hampshire, right? Right. Or at least recently. It can rain for three days there. How's <laughs> your, your growing season? <laughs> um, well, you got to be
8: careful because... Memorial Day is kind of when you put in, but hopefully you don't get a freeze after Memorial Day. Sometimes people try to go a little before that. So, you know, maybe mid-May you might try, but you got to be careful, especially if you've got, like, tomato plants or something that fr- freeze easily.
9: Yeah, so not so good for living off-grid, I would imagine, right? Yeah, what about yeah. in terms of sunlight?
8: Well, those days get longer, um throughout the year. So I would say that we probably have longer days in New Hampshire than the Mariana Islands do, does during the summertime. Cuz in the Mariana Islands basically the sun rises somewhere around 6:30 every day and sets somewhere around 8 every day. I mean
9: the the deviation is very lo- small, which is I think ideal for any type of farming. No freezes to come in. No, no solar in the winter because there's no sun. So I think for people looking to live off the grid, you want sustainable solutions, and the Mariana Islands seems to be one of the most sustainable in that regard.
8: And uh, this used to be the farming area for Japan. So if you really wanted to do the whole um, off the grid, uh, you know, farming thing, that's something that one can do. I, I did it for some time. I don't have any intention of doing it anytime soon, but
9: it's something that you could do. And there's a lot of land
8: available for that, especially in places like Tinian, right?
9: Yeah. Yeah, land can be very affordable. Even beachfront land can go as low as thirty five dollars uh, a square meter. And that's pretty low compared to Hawaii, California, or other coastal places in the US.
8: Yeah. Um obviously I'm going to have to head back at some point. I have uh, Free Talk Live is uh, is scheduled to go to LibertyCon this year. Check them out at uh, LibertyCon dot I think it's dot uh, org if I'm not LibertyCon dot com. Um, there, it's uh, they have a big event. It's going to probably be the biggest liberty event this year, from what I'm seeing. It's at the Marriott Marquis in Washington D.C. It's from April the third through the fifth, and uh, I mean, it's going to be very, very well done. Ticket price is quite low, so you can use coupon code FTL to get ten dollars off your ticket. But ten dollars off is like ten. It's it's more than ten percent. The last time I looked at their ticket price, it's probably going to go up as uh, as time goes by. But by go up, I don't think it's going to peak out over $100 for a regular one. So, adult ticket is $99 right now, a student ticket is $49. By the way, they do have um, uh, scholarship, travel scholarships is what they're calling it. Sorry, uh, forgot that word. Travel scholarship for students. So, they can actually pay your way in hotel depending on um, the situation. Go check it out, libertycon.com libertycon.com coupon code ftl so the tax situation here in the mariana islands uh, the last caller vernon uh, brought up something i think that's worth uh, mentioning is is that there is some s- relationship to the social security administration here on mariana islands if you're if you're a wage earner and now if you open your own business or whatever then i guess you're probably on your own i don't know how that all that works i haven't filed uh, a tax form here and and fr- frankly, I'm not that excited about the notion of doing it. <laughs> but um, yeah, I think that uh, that by and large, taxes, even when you do file their version of an income tax form here in Mariana Islands, they have discounts, right? How does that work?
9: Yeah, so essentially, uh, keep in mind, the U.S. Mariana Islands, they negotiated when they joined the U.S. Unlike other territories. They right, they've got
8: a contract. Yeah. So unlike a state. Like, what's the state have that's so, that's so fantastic that the Mariana Islands doesn't have? The ability to vote in um, elections like a senator and representative, true. But so um, the negotiations go on with the Mariana Islands, the United States, and we get lots of stuff.
9: Yeah. yeah the other territories there are mainly conquered or spoils of war. So they, don't, they weren't able to sit down with the federal government and say, let's work out a deal. You know, they didn't read the art of the deal. The current governor, Torres, he's a a good friend of Trump, so he's very familiar with the negotiation tactics like that. So the, the CMI was able to negotiate a great deal, and one of the things the federal government said in exchange is, we'll give you some tax autonomy, but you have to mirror our code. So keep that in mind. The CMI code mirrors the federal government code, all 10 million words of it, and the benefit they have is they can give rebates. So for different types of income categories and brackets, you get different rebates. But the best way to look at it is the the highest worst rebate is 50%. So if you're making millions and millions of dollars, you'd pay 50% in income tax what you would have paid in a no income state like Florida or Texas, which is a tremendous savings. But it gets even better. The lower your income is, the higher the rebate. For people making $100,000 or less in income, they get 70% back what they would have paid the federal government in a no-income tax state. And the best bracket for those 20% or less get 90% back.
8: Right, that's that's worth pointing out because there's not that many no-income tax states. So when you're talking about an income tax state, which the vast majority of them are,
9: then that 70% rebate is even higher. Exactly. And keep in mind the cost of living here is much lower. The median income is $15,000. So the majority of residents are getting a 90% rebate on what they would have paid had they lived in a no-income tax state like Texas or Florida. So that's phenomenal tax savings for the average American.
8: Yeah. I, um, as far as uh, taxes go, there's sales tax, right? How much is the sales tax here? There's no sales tax. No sales tax. No okay. property tax. Right. And in New Hampshire, there's a property tax, and it's pretty high. That's pretty much how they fund everything. But here, no property tax at all. Yep. Now, um, U.S. citizens can't own property outright here in
9: the Mariana Islands, but they have 55-year leases, which is most people's lifetimes. Well, they can own condos that aren't on the ground floor. Ah. So that is a way you can own property as a non-person of Northern Mariana descent.
8: More about the U.S. Mariana Islands and sort of our experiences, because Alex, you're a relatively new mover here too. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Uh, here in a moment, the number eight five five four five zero three seven three three. It's eight fifty five four fifty free, as in free talk live. Live, call in, talk about whatever's on your mind. It's Mark with you. And Alex. The number, 855-450-3733. It's 855-450-FREE, as in freedom. And we're talking about my recent move to the U.S. Mariana Islands. Alex, actually,
9: you moved uh, not too long ago either, right? Yeah, I moved over in December.
8: And... I mean, as far as most of the reasons that we came here is is that we're looking to find more freedom and um, we're looking to start a, uh, a cryptocurrency cluster is the term you're calling it. So what's your vision there?
9: Yeah, so what I noticed is that most industries around the world cluster in a few geographic locations. And the reason I do that is because there's a economies of scale. They're able to talk with the government and they're able to iterate faster as a result of having a bunch of people all on the same page in a small geographic area. So I looked around and realized that there aren't really any good places to create a crypto cluster in the United States, primarily because of the the IRS regulations make cryptocurrencies very difficult to use. If you're going to go buy a pack of gum with cryptocurrencies you got to file a capital gains report because you technically realized capital gains when you made that purchase. So it seemed to me that the only way to create a a crypto cluster would be to go to one of the US territories where you have more tax autonomy and you can get rid of that uh, very difficult paperwork hurdle. So I looked around at the various territories and it seems that the Northern Mariana Islands was uniquely suited for such things. You have a a low-tax government. It's very responsive, and it's right in Asia Pacific, which is one of the fastest-growing regions for cryptocurrencies.
8: Yeah, I mean, you, you didn't just... Decide you didn't like come to Mariana Islands and say I think it's really pretty here. Let's start some project to move people here, um, like so many people have uh, have started. Um, by the way, if you go to my Facebook page, the Move Here Project, you will see a list of projects like this that have uh, you know passed through time, and most of which there's really nothing has come up uh, come come up with, but or uh, happened with. What about you were kind of looking at New Hampshire? at one point, right? And then you just decided not to do that.
9: Yeah. Yeah, I was just looking at New Hampshire because I saw there was a lot of good crypto activism there, some companies, AnyPay and others working to create some solutions. But it just seemed that the federal government hurdle was too much to overcome. As long as you have to file those capital gains report every time you purchase something, it just seems unlikely that cryptocurrencies will take off. Because all the people who want to be tax-compliant, myself included, we, we're just hesitant to spend cryptocurrencies because we don't want to deal with the paperwork.
8: And so you've you found, you found another jurisdiction where you feel like the, uh, the whole situation's a lot better, right?
9: Yeah. I noticed that the Northern Mariana Islands is very accessible government, very responsive, and they're looking for new ideas to generate revenue and attract businesses. So it seemed like a, a great location. Great weather. Just, everything is great. I, I couldn't believe it. I'm still waiting to find a downside.
8: Well, I mean, I can find a few downsides for you if you'd like I'm, <laughs> I'm, a, I'm I am a pessimist by nature. Let's hear it. Well, it's remote. So if you want to uh, be back and forth between the United States and here, you've got family or something like that. There's a lot of people that would want to do that. Then, um, you know, getting here is no less than a...
9: 20 something hour trip right Well it just depends where you're coming from If you are in Where most people live Asia It's actually pretty close by I see most of my audience is in the United States (laughs) Well if you want to grow You're going to have to change that Because most of the people in the world are in Asia It's true most of the people are in Asia Um, Asia needs freedom too right And there's
8: um, Japan, Korea. These are huge. This is a huge tourist destination for Japanese and Koreans and Chinese. Uh, You find them all over the place here at all the restaurants and stuff.
9: Yeah, I mean, the Northern Mara Islands is within five or six hours of most of the largest cities in the world, right? The biggest city in the world, Tokyo, is three hours away, 30 million people in the Tokyo metro area. Hong Kong, massive city close by as well. Seoul, southern Chinese cities like Shenzhen, Guangzhou, and others are all right in the area. So in terms of geographic location, I'd argue it's actually much better than some place like New Hampshire. I mean, New Hampshire barely has an international airport. Well, I mean,
8: I, I, New Hampshire's airport is bigger than the one that's here, if we're going by that standard. I mean, obviously, there are no domestic flights besides Guam um, that really come into the Saipan airport. I mean, all of them are from territories, not from the U.S. mainland. So, but I mean, you know, I wouldn't take any any shots at the size of, uh, (laughs) I wouldn't go comparing
9: airport sizes if I were Saipan. (laughs) I'm not comparing sizes. I'm comparing flight lift. The ability to go from one airport to another major airport. I mean, we have flights look at the top three airports in the world you have seoul's airport you have hong kong's airport and you have singapore's airport those three are top three pretty much every year we have two of the the biggest best airports on our roster what does new hampshire have I don't boston know uh, maybe a, one canadian city if they're lucky I would have to go look it up,
8: but I'm sure they've got New York City, which is a pretty big one. Um, I'm sure they got Chicago. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if they had L.A. in the top ten American cities. So, yeah, that's it's a fair point. But again, um, you know, probably the American audience is thinking about uh, American destinations, just to guess. So uh, we were um, as far as uh, freedoms that one experiences on the ground here. Um, we did do some talking with some folks regarding sort of taxation with cryptocurrency. So let's talk about what happened in Nevada first. Can you explain the cryptocurrency taxation scheme that went on in Nevada?
9: Yeah, sure. I'm no uh, tax expert, but I can give you the uh, but you read it the layman's version <laughs> of it. It's a very short bill and very efficient. Essentially, what it does is it redefines cryptocurrency what is cryptocurrency? What kind of asset is it? It's not clear. And different federal agencies sometimes have conflicting ideas on what it is. Well, what Nevada and also Wyoming have done is decided to clearly define cryptocurrency as something else, right? There's many types of assets, real assets, tangible, intangible. Well, they define cryptocurrencies as none of the above. And with that separate definition, they decide to exempt cryptocurrencies for many of the existing tax laws which is huge because that means at the state level, at least, you don't have to file any of those capital gains realization reports whenever you buy something or transacting cryptocurrencies. Now, the disadvantage that those states have is they don't have the same level of tax autonomy that we have in the Northern Mariana Islands. So what they can do is limit it to the state level. Here, we can go all the way and completely eliminate all of those, those paperwork requirements that are so tedious and troublesome
8: us mariana islands prepared to go all the way it would take very little to um you know basically implement this uh change in nevada here in the us mariana islands right yeah yeah um the number 855-450-3733 it's 855-450 free and we'll get to your discord calls here in, in the future free talk live
0: I want to tell you about my favorite cryptocurrency wallet, Edge Wallet, at Edge.app. Edge is the wallet I use more than any other, and that was true long before Edge Wallet became a sponsor of Free Talk Live. Edge Wallet allows you to buy, sell, trade, and securely hold your cryptocurrencies, including Bitcoin, Ethereum, tokens, Monero, Ripple, Dash, Bitcoin Cash, and more. It's available for both Android and iOS, and you can download it via the Play or App Store or via Edge Wallet's website, Edge.app. Secure your freedom with Edge Wallet.
8: talk live call in talk about whatever's on your mind we're talking about the u.s mariana islands it's uh mark with you and alex 855-450-3733 and let's go to the amp only call in lines on discord with gene the christian anarchist gene can you hear me apparently not Let's try it now. Can you hear me? Gotcha. Hello. Yep. Well, okay, my, good. My first Discord call um, over here in the Mariana Islands. I yeah. appreciate you uh, working and, with me.
10: And uh, I'm glad to be on your first show from the Mariana Islands, having been there once for about a week and uh, rather enjoyed my stay there. But my brother-in-law said the politics were kind of screwy. But then uh, he's he's kind of biased, so who knows? I would um,
8: say that, uh, I mean... Yeah. I wouldn't say that the politics aren't screwy here, <laughs> I mean, but at the same time, you know, it's, uh, the politics are screwy everywhere. So if there's uh well, that's, problems.
10: that's for sure. Now I'm kind of interested in this, uh, tax situation. You know, I went 20 years without paying the income tax and, uh, I don't like those, uh, so those, those B word people, because, uh, you know, I think that everything you own belongs to you. It doesn't belong to them. Um, uh, So I'm I'm really interested in how that's going to work, because especially being a U.S. citizen, if you go there. uh, So you're saying you have to basically revoke your citizenship then? Because I think other than that, you're still going to be liable for the tax in their
8: eyes. You become a resident of a U.S. territory. There are two options on getting rid of uh, getting taken off the IRS rolls. One, you revoke your citizenship and moved. Move someplace in the United States that's not the United States. Um, two, move to a U.S. territory. And by a U.S. territory, you can undo the move anytime you want. So I'm currently on the road to being recognized as a resident of the U.S. Mariana Islands by the, um, the IRS. And once that occurs then I will be off their rolls. I will no, be no longer responsible for paying income tax to the United States um, government. And Now, what do they determine uh, as
10: a resident? Like if you have, you have to spend more than six months there? Yeah,
9: right. you can look on the IRS website. I believe the form is 8898, if I'm not mistaken, and they list different requirements. There's a few tests you have to pass. The bona fide residency test, that's the main one. There's a physical presence test and a closer connections test. So the IRS website gives you some guidance on that. And of course, you should always talk with a lawyer or accountant before uh, doing tax planning. But the, the essential version is that you move here for six months to initially establish residency. After that six months, you just need to spend more time here and have a closer connection here to anywhere else in the mainland. So if you were an expat who lived in I don't know, Thailand's or Philippines, you're retired, you're living off social security or pension, and you're sick of paying the federal government, even though you haven't been to the U.S. in a couple of years, you could change your residency to Northern Mariana Islands for six months, have a closer connection here to the mainland, and you could relieve yourself of a significant tax burden. Huh.
10: And you mentioned something about Uh, property was pretty cheap there. But uh, earlier, Mark said you had to lease the property. So is it cheap to lease or is it cheap to own?
8: Uh, Both. Right. So uh, a U.S. citizen, a regular mainlander. So you have to be this thing called a NMD, Northern Mariana Descent. And they actually have a list of these people because there's so few of them, frankly, um, who, of people who can own property here, what they call fee simple, um, so a fee simple deed. So uh, they, can, they can rent that property, at least that property out to you for 55 years, and then you have control of it in that amount of time, and there's no property tax uh, there, and you sort of do what you want. But uh, after 55 years, it reverts back to them there's a few ways to address that. You could get a condominium that isn't on the ground floor, at which point you just own it fee simple, or you could get, um, you know, you could work with uh, an agency kind of thing. in this w- weird situation that's are, uh, that's, that's not really clear whether it's legal or not, where they would sort of uh, keep renewing the lease for you. And they kind of, um, they kind of own it and then they keep renewing your lease whenever you ask them to. And it's, uh, it's a, it's, it's hard to exactly describe that one, but I don't expect to live 55 more years personally. How about you, Gene?
10: Uh, I, that would be a miracle if I did, that would be <laughs> pretty amazing. But yeah, the, um, my biggest thing is I just hate the IRS. You know, I've hated them for a very long time. And, um, so the more I learn, the more attractive Mariana Islands looks to me.
8: Yeah. But, my wife. You know, for us, um, we'd
10: have to finish our wrap up our business in order to move there, you know.
8: Your wife's Chinese too, right?
10: Yeah, and, and so it would be closer to China.
8: Well, I'll tell you what; she's closer to, really close to China, considering how many Chinese people are here. So <laughs> she'll appreciate the uh, the food downtown. We just stopped at a uh, Taiwanese restaurant and uh, enjoyed some some noodle soup. I, I don't exactly know what the uh, the different types are, but uh, that type is exactly
9: um, you know it. That's what they have. So, in addition, I would point out that your wife's family would be able to visit visa free. I'm sure as a, a Chinese citizen and families who are Chinese citizen, it's very hard for your in-laws to come over. Have they been able to visit you yet?
10: Well, most uh, her mother and sister and everybody live here in the U.S., so there's not a lot of family left in China, just uh, distant relatives.
9: So, your wife is one of the lucky ones. For those whose yeah. Chinese wives are not so lucky, living in the Marian Islands could be a great way for their in-laws to see America without having to get a visa.
10: Yeah, it sounds uh, sounds good. Maybe someday I'll have to come back
8: there. Thanks for the call, Gene. Appreciate it. Come back and check it out. The number, 855-450-3733. That's 855-450-FREE. Um, I must say that I did speak with Roger Veer briefly about this project. He expressed some interest. I don't know whether um, exactly how Bitcoin.com is going to approach the U.S. Mariana project here, the uh, the what crypto cluster as we're calling it. What's the uh, website uh, again, Alex? CryptoFrontier.org. CryptoFrontier.org. But if you go to Bitcoin.com, that's Roger Veer's site. You will see, well. The easiest way to just get started in the cryptocurrency sphere, you can get a wallet there. You can um, you can buy cryptocurrency there. You can buy uh, Bitcoin Cash. They have really great fees as far as it goes. There's uh, they they also have local.bitcoin.com, which is, allows you to buy and sell Bitcoin Cash without having any kind of uh, sort of com- compliance rules. I mean, if you, you don't care about that, you can do it anonymously. They're encrypted. Um, the communications between buyers and sellers are encrypted. It's. I think the Bitcoin.com is the best news site out there. So if you go to news.bitcoin.com to get your cryptocurrency news, you can uh, check out all the things that are going on. I'm actually on their Telegram feed too, so I get the news stories there. It's news.bitcoin.com. And uh, one thing I noticed when you picked me up from the airport, Alex, is is that you get some really heavy tent on your windows.
9: Yeah. Uh, in Saipan, we have two tents that we jokingly call misdemeanor tent and felony tent. The what tent? What was it? Misdemeanor tent and Yeah, what? misdemeanor tent and felony tent. Felony tent.
8: <laughs> Did you get the felony tent or the
9: misdemeanor tent?
8: I went for the full felony. The full felony. So um, it's legal, actually, to have whatever tent you want on your, your windows here, right?
9: Yeah, there's no tent restrictions here, which
8: is pretty unheard of in the U.S. context. I can't say that would be a motivating factor to get me to move, but it's kind of an indication of how uh, things are approached around here. Um, When you talk about U.S. citizens owning a condominium, would they have
9: to pay property tax on that
8: condominium? No,
9: there'd be no property tax. There may be some HOA or condominium type arrangements, but that will depend on your condo docs. But in terms of the government intervention... There will not be any property tax because there aren't any here. Mariana Island's looking better and better.
8: 855-450-3733. Free Talk Live. Final segment. It's Mark with you. And Alex. You can call in, talk about whatever is on your mind. We can still squeeze you in here on Free Talk Live. The number... 855-450-3733. Alex, let me tell you about Divi real quick. Divi is a new cryptocurrency that I'm pretty excited about. And uh, their next generation wallet is on the way. In just a few taps, you'll be able to spend, earn, store, and exchange digital money in seconds. Divi says you'll be able to send money around the globe with only a swipe and instantly exchange between Divi, Bitcoin, and government currencies right in the mobile app. You can withdraw directly to your bank account. There's no need to wait, though, as Divi already offers the first one-tap solution for earning passive income with their multi-tiered masternodes, allowing anyone right now to earn by supporting the Divi network. So you go there, the one-click masternodes. This is a money-making operation, and it's really easy to set up. Uh, the new Divi wallet launches because of Divi's Dizzy, relationship with Western Union. Uh, there'll be two, It'll be right in 200 countries from the beginning, including the United States. You will you can learn more. Just go to DiviProject.org. It's DiviProject.org. Divi, by the way, has uh, done reasonably well here in the uh, recent past when many of the other cryptocurrencies were having trouble uh, financially. Divi was increasing in value. Let's go to the phones. James in Arizona. You're on Free Talk Live.
4: Is James anti-status making like a status back in this Oh States, this is that James in Arizona. Be alive,
8: James, you have a court order that says you are not allowed to contact me because you have threatened my 11-year-old son with bodily harm. Sincerely hope the FBI does what they did with Cantwell and comes and gets you. 855 450 Three, three. So uh, we've talked about many of the freedoms that you could experience here on Mariana Island's Alex. One of the things that uh, somebody said to me was watch out for that uh, contra or whatever that's going around in China. And I kind of had seen it. I never really paid much attention to, you know, these medical scares that they uh, they have going on. What's What's the deal with it?
9: Yeah, so like you, uh, I try not to get too worried about the latest thing the fake news is talking about, but it seems there might be some uh, legitimate reason to be concerned. There's about 25 people confirmed dead. There's probably many more than that who haven't been confirmed yet. And it's gotten so severe that China's quarantined entire cities of millions of people. The biggest Wuhan, I believe, is around 8 million. They shut down the public transportation system Closed to railroads, and close to airports, which is a pretty wild thing to think yeah. about from an American the context. quarantine
8: quarantined an 8-million-person city. And to make matters worse... You, you it's, couldn't do that in the U.S.
9: Well, never say never, but let's hope <laughs> so. <laughs> and to make matters worse, it's also Chinese New Year, which is the busiest travel season in the entire world.
8: Right. More people travel for Chinese news, New Year than
9: any other time or thing in the world. So it couldn't be a worse time for some kind of disease-borne pathogen where people are going back to their hometowns, spreading it all around the country and even around the world, hugging relatives. Yeah. Yeah. A, Kissing babies. Yeah, it's not going to be good. But I think we'll be okay out here and we'll just have to hope for the best like yeah.
8: everyone else. I guess that's I guess that's what you got to do. Let's go to Nick calling in from aberdeen Washington Nick you're on free talk live
4: uh yeah i'm I'm calling about Washington voted in the thirty dollar uh, car tabs and then a thirty dollar car tab over.
8: what's a yeah. car tab
4: well you know some of these car tabs can be five six I mean can be thousands of dollars, but what I want to do we voted it in, and all of a sudden. They want to take it away. And if everybody will just come out and not pay their tabs, police will pull us over. We'll have to go to court. We'll ask for a trial. And the Washington state people have said that we want $30 car tabs. We will win every time, at least 90% of them. I don't know exactly because there's probably some people that are poor that, you know, hundreds of dollars in car tabs let me get this straight why can't they go with the voters i
8: I got some questions here so um car tab you're, you're saying the little sticker that they put on a license plate to renew it every year right
4: yes the washington state every year we have to pay these amounts and they can be hundreds to thousands of dollars depending on how much your car is worth
8: so um, some people in some states uh, car these stickers that go on the new the new year sticker, whatever it's called. You're calling a car tabs and I'll go with that tabs a nice short word. I like it. Um, <laughs> so these car tabs can cost. Eh, I mean, in Florida, I think it was forty dollars when I left there. Some time ago, and I think it's a fixed amount. In some states, it's a fixed amount. And other states, it's uh, dependent on the value of the car. So if you have yourself a uh, handmade Mercedes Maybach, you might pay, like you said, $100,000. And I don't know. I've never had one, so I couldn't speak to to that situation. But um, the people of Washington had some referendum. When was this referendum that voted in $30 car tabs?
4: Uh, It was right before the end of the year. And it was passed unanimously. Uh, Yeah, yeah. No, no, last year. Um, um, 2019. And uh, now now we're fighting with them. And I heard the lady that owns the license department today and said they're trying to bury this thing. And I just don't agree with it. And if we all just let them write us up for a ticket and go to court and say we're not guilty and ask for a trial. They're trying to tell us that they can't prosecute people that are crapping on our street, peeing on the street. What are they going to do to us, the people that yeah, are peeing for welcome them. to
8: Seattle, right? Yeah, that's... Uh...
4: Yeah, well, I, I, I'm in Aberdeen. They, they they bought 71 tents. They gave them a whole lot. I, You know what I mean? And then they don't sleep on the ground. we got to have cots. we got to have sleeping bags. We bought special tents, and I don't know what they cost, but they look really
8: expensive <laughs> i i the the homeless situation out west baffles me i mean i don't even know how to 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 approach it nick basically every you know everybody wants to live out west because the weather is better than it is out east so the homeless people who have nothing to hold them back no job no house they head on out to it the very least sleep under nicer skies and it's putting in a tremendous amount of pressure on folks out west. And, I, I mean, I, I can't even come up with a solution other than somehow get them out of your town. But, you know, the United States Supreme All Court... All about uh, lowering housing prices by <laughs> reducing zoning regulations. Well, there's, there's an idea. So you Lower housing prices by reducing zoning regulations. Let them build their own little hut to live up under. What, um,
4: I'd, I'd like to respond to that. Because go ahead, Nick. they have made us... I mean, I, I met an older couple. They're probably in their 70s. They build a house, a little shed, and all that. They had to build it four feet above ground because they say it's a flood zone. It's it's crazy. It, it like quadruples, or I don't I don't know how many more times it makes the expenses of foundation and all that stuff. And then you know everything is just. They're they're trying to make it so you can't build a house down here. I could build a. Ti- I, I I own a house. It's a two-story house, but next to me is an empty lot, and I could build a couple tiny houses, and everybody'd be great. But the, you can't do it. It's against the regulation. It right. So it's ridiculous. the government
8: regulations that make it nearly impossible, and they're you know there's no end in sight to those. But, yeah, they try to say that basically – and that's what uh, I think Alex's point was, is that the government makes it really hard for a homeless person to keep the rain from falling on them. You're not looking – the flood zone might flood once a year. That's not my problem tonight. My tonight problem is uh, keeping the rain off of my head or whatever. So, um, you know, that's – it's just one proposal to try to deal with the homeless situation. But I do appreciate the call, Nick. Thanks for
4: and another thing is, I don't know if you can listen to me for a couple more seconds. Is that they now the Aberdeen uh, Council has made it so that all of us renters have to go through and prove that we have heat and water and everything you know that every house has. They have to come and inspect us, and they have to we have to pay for it and all that. But here they got seventy-one people living out there without any water. Any power, any toilets, how do they get away with this? They got their own rules and they just try to run over us. You know? well, I'll upset. tell you this I'm if sorry.
9: people like you keep speaking up, they won't get away for with the it. Call, Nick. Thanks for the call, and thanks for voicing those very relevant observations.
8: It seems like the government always does that, right? So they, they make it as easy as uh, possible for the homeless person. Um, and this comes back to the, what's the old Reagan um, statement that has, uh, I don't know, if it uh, if it moves, tax it, if it uh, stops, uh, subsidize it, if it, uh, I don't know, whatever the statement is. But basically, um, you know, h- homeless people get all kinds of money. LRN.FM
0: now has a Discord. Discord is a free text and voice chat platform, and we now have our own server with a bunch of channels at discord.lrn.fm. You can join other listeners as they chat about various things during our live shows or anytime, day or night. Discord software is available cross-platform, so you can have it on whatever device you want and take your chats anywhere. Join our Discord at discord.lrn.fm. That's discord.lrn.fm.